Welcome to the Slay Podcast with Leanne Gabriel. Listen in as she leads and empowers with stories of inspiring women making a difference in today's world. Well, good afternoon and happy Tuesday, everybody. I have to tell you, I'm just having a complete freak out. I'm so excited today. <laughs> I am uh, having a fangirl moment, as we say. Our special guest today is somebody that I want to be when I grow up, if I grow up, that is. Uh, I am so excited today to introduce you to our guest. Uh, she is tuning in from California. Some of you have seen the little flyer about her appearing today, and it's Greta Pontarelli. And I want to welcome you so much and thank you for being here, first of all. I'm so honored and I'm so grateful. I love nothing more than in some small way to inspire people to go after their dreams. Well, you have done that in so many ways. So for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, we're going to tell you what is so amazing. But let me just tell you one thing so you can collect yourself as you fall off your chair. This gorgeous, amazing woman is 71 years old. Yes, I'm 71. 71 years old and a 12-time world champion pole dancer at 71. I know, uh, right? Okay, so uh, let's start off <laughs> and talk about you. It's just a number, right? It's just an age is it's just, just age is not even a number for you, Greta. I, I have to oh. say. So, can you first of all tell people because I know a little bit about your background in the story, but how did you get into this, and how old were you when you started doing this? Okay, so I started at fifty-nine. My sisters called me up, who are both younger, and they said. They both came down the beginnings of osteoporosis, which is osteopenia. So I said, okay, I've got to do something. It runs in my family. I'm sure that I have that. If I don't have it, I definitely have a predisposition. So I was in good shape. I've always been in shape my whole life, but there's different levels of being in shape. I wasn't doing enough uh, loading of my bones and I wasn't really... It wasn't a really solid program. And I realized I really had to get more serious. So I looked it up on the internet and I thought, okay, I can either lift weights or I can lift my body. And I go, well, lifting my body sounds a little more fun. So I went to YouTube and I found these amazing artists. And it looked to me like um, most the ones, most of the ones I saw were Paul, but it it was like play, a kid's playing on a playground, having so much fun, and you don't even know that you're working out because you're being creative, um, you're doing something really artistic, and at the same time, you're getting in shape. And I looked at that, and I go, this is what I want to do. And you are fabulous. And how old uh, were you when you started training? Well, okay, so I was 59 years old and I went to my first class. I just happened that week to get a flyer in the mail for a free class. And I go, this is fortuitous. This is the universe speaking to me, right? Yeah. I, I believe there's no accidents in the universe. I thought, okay, this is meant to be. I'm at least gonna have fun with this. I never thought anything serious would come out of it. So I went to this class and it was not easy. And I thought, I bet she thinks I'm never gonna be back. <laughs> Right? Because usually most people go, okay, that was fun, but this is harder than I thought. See ya. So anyhow, um, so I went a few more times and what happened is it became a little easier. I started celebrating the small little victories. Oh, I could actually do, I could actually climb up the pole. And those little victories got me completely addicted. 
and the rest is history because I, I just, I love it. So I started really getting serious about it and finding that I could tell a compelling, inspiring story with it. And that really feeds my soul in terms of manifesting the artistry in my life. I mean, yes. Art is life and life is art. So you started to get serious. When was your first ever competition? And if you don't mind sharing how old you were um, was, when you did that first competition. I think I was 62. I'm not sure, but I had been training for a little over two years. Maybe I was 61, 62. That, that arena. Well, the very, the very, very first time I had to compete against these phenomenal 18-year-olds, right? <laughs> I knew, I knew I didn't have a chance, but everybody was wanting to interview me. Why are they interviewing me? What, these are the ones that are really you know, killing it. I guess they thought they were so excited to see somebody that'll do it because that meant there's longevity in the art form. Because these people were like 30s and 40s that were talking to me. And they were so excited to see somebody that was could be their mother actually doing this. So that was my first one. And then what happened is they started creating a master's division, which is 40 and up. And in some cases later on, it was 50 and up and started 40 and up. And um, what happened is I was on a show called American Ninja Warrior. I was on there twice. And when it aired on TV, it said the oldest person to ever attempt the course. And I, it was me. And I thought, where is everybody else? And then I realized they were pushing me to compete in this master's division. And I thought, I'm not qualified, but I want to give a platform to my message, right? Yeah. And when, you, when you compete and you start, this is a world championship on a worldwide stage, you start amassing um, a following of sorts, you know, in this little niche. And I thought, okay, uh, so I need to do this. So I went to my first world championship in London. And I remember getting on that plane thinking, I must be out of my mind. I <laughs> thought best I way possible out, though. <laughs> and to come back with my first world gold medal, it was, it was completely surreal. And mm. then it just has really taken off. And I think, I think my whole key is that when I'm on that stage, I want to put a, I want to leave a piece of my heart on that stage. Mm. I want I want to put pour so much of my being into that piece that the audience somehow is changed by that message. Like when I did the Phoenix, like I actually rose out of the ashes. And I, I felt that transformation because this was right after the lockdown opened and then the, a lot of the provisions had, you know, were gone. People finally thought, oh, wow, we can see smiles. And, and that was the Phoenix rising out of the ashes. And it was, a really exciting piece to do because it was a metaphor for what we had gone through and what we keep going through because we all have transformation in our lives. We all go through challenges, but can those challenges stimulate growth? Can they help us build larger muscles so we can take on a, a heavier load? That's the key in life to take those challenges mm. instead of letting them debilitate us we use them to build our strengths. And so um, that's kind of the metaphor for all my pieces. I, I spin it in many different ways. Um, I never know what's gonna come through next, but I just go in and I start creating and it just, it seems to come, it manifests. And well, 
I am so excited about the possibilities of people and what they can do if they just believe in themselves. Well, it's amazing because everything you're doing is you're taking what could be a challenge or an adversity and transforming it into an opportunity. That's even when you first started doing this. And then I have to ask you, please, would you tell them, because it's astonishing enough when you started, how you competed, what you've accomplished. But then there was this little hip issue. Can you share with them what happened and how you bounced back from that? Well, that, that you know, when I look back, it's really, it is a pretty fascinating story because I used to be a competitive gymnast. And so people say, Oh, she competed in high school and college. No wonder she can do this. But this was like another lifetime. This was like 50 years ago, right? Yes. So I mean, truly, yes, it does give you a little bit of confidence and certain, certain muscle memory does help to a degree. But in a lot of ways, it hurt me because I competed on hard floors. There were no spring floors back then. And I competed on cement, basically. And by the time that I was probably 63 or 64, it started, I started feeling the effects of it. And I fought it. So I went into world championships, at least three of them on a wheelchair and came out on a wheelchair because I could not walk down to the gate. And all of them I won world champions on because I was able to still do the pole, which did not require me to use my hips really. Uh, but then it started affecting my flexibility because I started getting bone spurs and my splits, which were 180, kind of were 170. <laughs> and, you know, and I could live with that. I kept pushing it off, but then I got to the point where um, I started keeping me awake at night. And I had been working with a fabulous physician uh, at Cedar sinai you know, the last two years prior to that, and he goes, you're not ready. And I go, you're right, I'm not ready, but I just wanted, this is what's going on. You know, I lost the cartilage, it's bone on bone. But when I started keeping me awake, he said, I think you're ready because you're right. So I did one and I did the other one about three months later when my provisions were removed in December, 2018. And in 2019, February, I won another world championship in Italy, in Florence, Italy. And that, that I'm so proud of that piece because I wanted to show that I could come back. I wanted to show that you just, you, you just believe in yourself and you just, you have to just tune into that part of you that's well and expanded. So I kept telling my body, help yourself. <laughs> kept doing all these positive affirmations and just doing everything I can to keep, you know, a fabulous diet and everything to uplift myself spiritually, um, intellectually, learning about the exercises and things I can do and then mentally. And, uh, you know, it, it completely worked. The, the mind is a powerful thing. It really is. And when I see people that overcome such obstacles, people write me these beautiful, beautiful emails that say, because of you, I now run five miles a day or whatever they do. Oh, that makes my heart full. That really touches me. Incredible. Well, I know you're going to reach some people through this group and I'm I so excited. So. I mean, I, I wanted you to know, I'd love to hear from them. And my name is Greta Pontarelli. I'm sure you'll post it on Facebook. Yes, and will. Yes. YouTube. please, please do follow me because I love connecting with people. Instagram, we started out with handles. So that one kind of is, it's Ariel Zen. And uh, it, my name will show up underneath it. But I, please follow me on all of them because I really love people sending me videos or they send me questions about things. And 
I try to respond to all of them. I really do. I try to get to all of them because each person's journey is important. Mm. Well, we are going to take um, any questions or comments if you're watching this in the Facebook group right now in just a minute. So if you have anything you want to ask or say, type that on in there. But, uh, you know, honestly, Greta, what you're doing physically is remarkable. I mean, just absolutely incredible. And then to have hip replacements and come back and win a world championship. But I do think what is even more special about all that is your mindset and the way you look at life. And that alone is so truly inspiring. You're just adding an incredible artistic show on top of your brain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, well, to, to me, to me, life is life is such a miracle. We have to rekindle that magic and wake up every day and look at the synchronicity on this planet. Mm. When you think about it, we all have so much to be grateful for. Yes. And the more grateful you are in your life, the more blessings seem to come to you, right? It multiplies. So I just try to find, no matter what happens, I try to find there is a side of it that is going to, to make me grow. And I have great gratitude for whatever the universe mm. says. Some of the challenges are tough, but when you look back on it, you realize that some of those challenges that you move through unfolds, they unfold the gifts that you didn't know were there and yes. how you didn't know were there. And so, I know you're also, a, you also are married with a son who is probably beyond inspired by you. Oh yeah. He's, and I'm inspired by him too. He's just an, an amazing violinist. He's, and he, he helps me put my music together and the music is, and sometimes his violin is on there too. And, and the music is really part of it because the music has to really frame the journey and frame what I'm doing. And there has to be as I go through a story, there has to be shifts and there has to be parts where it builds up. You know, you have to have your suffering, you know, where you're suffering through something and then a positive resolution where you move through it, you know, so there's victory and there's suffering. That's all part of the dance because it's not interesting to always be here. Yes. You want to see, you want to see me going through something and then rise up and then, ah, oh, then it becomes interesting. It becomes fascinating and then it becomes art. And, um, that's what, that's what really feeds my soul. I mean, it's, that's the magic that makes my soul soar. Uh, you're so beautiful the way you move. And by the way, for everybody who's oh, watching that, was, did you just oh see her God. arms when she did that? Did you <laughs> <see>? <laughs> Look at her arms. Oh my God. They better, but they, they get the job done. I mean, <laughs> they get the job done. So um, we do want people to follow you. Uh, if you're watching this in the Facebook group, she's just joined the Facebook group. So you can comment and tag her. You can go follow her, which I highly recommend that you do. And again, her Instagram is Ariel Zen, A-E-R-I-A-L-Z-E-N, correct? Right. Just like the word Ariel, like in the air. Yeah. And I'm going to see real quick if I can manage to pull this off, if we can pull up a, a little bit about what's going on here, because I know people are so excited to see and hear you today. I'm excited to be with you. I mean, you have such amazing energy. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I want to see you on the silks. Oh, thank you. Okay. I've got questions coming in for you. Okay. You ready? Uh, let's see. We have Valerie from New Jersey and she asked, what if any considerations do you have regarding your diet and your performance slash work? Okay. So my, I'll start up with my diet. I'm pretty much paleo, uh, which means I eat everything I can possibly organic. Um, if I eat 
I like uh, fresh caught fish. If I eat meat, it's free range. I really believe that you need those omega-3s that it has, you know, versus things that are a little processed. Um, I drink, I have, eat a lot of vegetables. We try to grow some of our organic vegetables here. So a broad spectrum of vegetables and nuts. And um, I just try to eat things that are really wholesome, you know, and make me feel good. I stay away from white sugar, white flour. Um, I don't really don't eat corn. Not, it's, it's got a lot of sugar in it. So I try to stay away from corn and corn flour. Um, what else don't I eat? Anything that's unpronounceable preservatives. <laughs> and, then, and then the second question about my last performance. What, what was the question about my last performance? Oh, she was asking, um, what do you do in terms of, like, I guess, preparation for your performances? In terms of the training part or the, like, the choreo and bringing it to life? Which Both, what the heck, while well, we got you here. <laughs> okay. Well, as far as the choreo, it, it, I, I, I always tell people I don't choreograph it, the universe does, because I think I, there's things that are catalysts to me. And I'm always looking like, where's the next muse, muse going to come from? And mm. so maybe I hear some music and I go, that's it. No, I have to go through, the, through maybe a 20 minute piece and find the cuts. And then I say like the last one I start, I it was about finding the music that makes your soul sore and I ended up using violin in it so then I had to find the costume that would like like a velvet a purple velvet cake that I started out with and I had this red wig on you know and a mask so I wanted it to be a metaphor for something that was ancient I wanted it to hit that eternal archetype within all of us that it looks like you're connecting with with something that is kind of mystical and deep and something that unfolds your gift like a like a kind of an inner power so that was my last piece but it all comes in pieces I see things and then the pieces to the puzzle kind of come and then as far as training um I probably run my routine I try to run it maybe two or three times a day I do lots of videos to say how could my lines be better how can I be more compelling um, I want, I want that character when I do my moves, I want the character to do them. I don't want me, I don't want it to be me doing them. Say, so how would that character move? How would they do that? How would they connect? And that's really important. So I love using videos until I perform the piece. And then I'm afraid to watch it because it's there. I can't change it. And I go, I was like, I hate to watch my videos once it's out there. <laughs> Because I always look and I go, oh, like the last one was fun. That kind of didn't give you enough light. That kind of looks like I'm in the dark. But there's always something where I think I could have held that a little longer. Oh, my goodness. The angle could have been presented a little better. But the other thing is when I watch my videos, I feel like, like particularly the Phoenix, because I was in a small theater there and the audience was like, it was one of those crown jewels in your life because the audience was right there in my hands mm. and, and they just put electricity in my bank. And when they did the video, they put my music, they cut off the audience, first of all, which is part of it. But the other thing is it's really hard to watch a performance that you, that you really put your heart into and that has some kind of dy dynamic element to it. Yeah. It's two dimensional. 
It really is. It's just like watching the fireworks and you're under them or watching them on your TV screen, right? It's yeah, not sure. the same. It's not the same, particularly, you know, if you can't hear them, you know, that's part of the drama. <laughs> so I'm not, I've never, I've never really a fan of my videos, but that being said, I still, it's, it's the platform that's still on YouTube and still is a way of bringing people in that hopefully we can connect live Hopefully we, and I get to see them live. I'd love to see you perform live. Oh, I would love to meet you in person. This is just fabulous. Oh. Okay, we got a couple more things here. Let's see, uh, Carmilla from Baltimore says, Greta, you look amazing. I think we're all thinking that. Oh and, my gosh, I wish I did, but thank you. And <laughs> Stephanie um, is uh, coming in from Ohio and she said, how can people get started in other states? So where would somebody, go to learn this or to get rolling with something like this well if they if they um you know if they friend me in these different social media outlets i am glad to find out where they live see who i know there Great. i do zoom calls with people but you have to have either skills you know a hammock or pole yeah um, I mean, I have access to the wonderful polls if somebody wants one and you could talk about that. That's a whole other thing, installation. Um, but I think, I think it's easiest first to at least take some classes with hands-on with people to start. But in some cases, it's not possible. So I, I mean, I have people that Zoom me all over the planet. Sometimes I, it's in Europe where they're like nine hours ahead, 10 hours ahead. Really? Did you do this at four in the morning, your time? I go, yeah, I'll do it. So you get up at four in the morning and coach people? <laughs> well, it's, that's that's rare, but it was a surprise for somebody. It was somebody's birthday. It was a big surprise. Oh. I, thought, okay, I, can, I can do this. This is, I love, I love adventures. I go, okay, this is an adventure. <laughs> I love this. So, um, but I'm glad anybody that, that, that Writes to me anybody that's looking for polls that wants a poll that wants information about it. I set up a lot of people with polls, and it, I don't make any money on it. It's not about that. Just like you, it's about getting them in something that is good and that's going to work for them, and so they understand like what exactly accommodates their needs. And uh, so that's part of it. But sometimes I just work things on the hammock too. The hammocks are pretty easy, you know, because it. They are not expensive. And if you just have something to hang them from, yeah. there's a lot of things you can do to develop the core strength. And then you can go into something like what you're doing with, with going up high more into the silks. But yes, it's a good way to start. Who are watching, I, I want to be her when I grow up. And uh, oh. I'm in my 50s and I started learning the aerial fabrics. And oh my God, it's brutally hard. And I'm looking at you like, you're 71. You can run circles around me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, there's a lot of things that are hard for me. Some things I've worked like the deadlifts. I mean, God, I worked like three and a half years to get that. They were not easy. And, and a lot of it had to do with my hips. A lot of it had to do because my hips were compromised that I could not, I couldn't, in other words, I couldn't use my legs to lift me into it. I had to like totally muscle into it. And my legs were just kind of went along for the ride, but they weren't really helping me. <laughs> And so when I work with people, I kind of look and see, find their strengths. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses and you build on those strengths and you find different ways of doing things according to the body type, you know, and have all kinds of, there's a lot of tricks to different things. There's a lot of technique that, that some people struggle with a lot of things. And I go, well, you're not turning sideways. And they turn sideways and they go, 
I had a eureka moment. I did it. I go, it was that simple. Sometimes it's some simple thing. That's why it's, it's great to work hands on with people because you, they see things through a different lens. They see more possibilities and ways of doing things to make it work. Mm -hmm. and, um, but yes, reach out to me, please. Yes, and I will tell you, she does communicate uh, through her Facebook, especially. That's the easiest way. I think that's even easier. Those are crazy filters sometimes on Instagram, but follow her on everything. She's not one of those people who just posts for the sake of posting. When she posts, it's beautiful. It's insightful. It, she's just amazing. So I, I tried. I try to say something meaningful to people, like particularly some things that I, when I have a breakthrough, I say, I just found a doorway where I thought there were walls. You know, and that doorway, you know, like there's a, there's always a doorway. And so I try to say something or like, like we are masters of our destiny, that kind of thing. Like mm. you are the architect of your life, create it, create it, become the very best you can become in whatever it is and find your gift, find your passion and share it with the world. Go out and share with you're, the world. You're just... You're so awesome. And I'm well, really I grateful I'm awesome. that you came here today. But I, I honestly, I think that I feel so blessed to have found my passion. I really feel blessed. And I feel blessed to have a platform to share it, to have wonderful people, you know, that are the camaraderie of these people. They inspire me more than I could possibly inspire them, really. Uh, that's the key. People <laughs> say to me, where do you get your energy? And I say, when you're following your dreams and your passion, it's like the universe is an endless supply of energy. Yeah. It's just like a fountain, it just sends it to you. And so I just, I felt so blessed because we've all gone through a lot, right? Things in our lives, we've all gone through things. And I just felt grateful to have been here and to be really living my dream and to have beautiful people like you come to my life and this, this really, uh, touches me quite deeply. Well, I, I don't even know how to thank you enough. So everybody who's watching this, follow her on Facebook. If you're in the group, like I said, uh, you can post and we'll check back if there are other questions because I want to make sure I respect her time and follow her on Instagram and we will get this up. If you're watching this on YouTube, then please you know, like it, subscribe to the channel and share her because so many people, not just women, people in general need to see her because not only the beauty of what she does, her incredible physical accomplishments, but way more than that, the way she looks at life and the way she speaks is just astonishing. So Greta, you are awesome. Thank you so much. I am grateful for all of you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of my journey and inspiring me more than you could possibly imagine. Oh, right back at I, you, 100%. Is, thank you so much. Well, thank you. And everybody, um, you can communicate in the group. Hold on, we're getting one more last comment came popping. Oh, Dottie, who um, she said, thank you so much. You're incredibly impressive and you have touched all of us. Oh, so, well, you have touched me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And everybody, I don't know how we're topping this, but we'll be back next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Slay Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to join our exclusive Facebook group, you can reach out to Leanna and her staff at slaywithlg at gmail.com. That's S-L-A-E with L-G at gmail.com.